that I'm about to say and put it at the front and you can include all the comments, whatever you want to say, all the things I'm saying right now. I want everybody to read this book before they listen to this episode. And it's not like a, you should read this book because we liked it. It is a, go read this book because it was amazing. And put that all right at the front. Yes. Hello. Hello. This is Sarah Westcott. This is Katie Willie. And this is To Be Read. The podcast where we talk about books and the cocktails that go with them. Yes, we do. How are you? Um, I, I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, I, let's go to you first because <laughs> I like. I just want to bring up something like, you know, deep that we've been discussing in the past couple episodes. So like, how about we go to you first, Katie? How have you been doing today? You had a day <laughs> Great. off Great. I had a day off. Yeah. So I... Uh, had time to burn before today and or I would lose it. So uh, here I am on my day off. How come before today? Um, it's personal time and it only lasts for a year. And if you don't use it, you so lose it goes it. from like the, your start date uh, yeah. or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Ours is just January 1st. That's yeah. when we get our time back. No, it would be cool if I um, really realized that, but I've never gotten to the point of not having used my time. Yeah. And I did take a vacation and I just used vacation time because I was on vacation and it wasn't personal. It was just a vacation, but heaven forbid I know that vacation time doesn't, it's, we, our time is all together. Our time is, yeah. Yeah. Like our time is a private company. Our time is all rolled into one. So sick time, paid time, paid time off vacation time. It's all the same. Nope. Um, do you have any more days to take? I mean, today was the perfect day to take. It was absolutely gorgeous. I, uh, I left early yesterday. I left a little bit early on Monday. I'm going to end up losing a little bit less than an hour. Yeah. Um, okay. That's, that's doable, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) It's fine. It's cool. Um, We're like, we get like, we, for some reason, if people don't take all of their time, the company will pay us back for up to five days, Oh, which is nice. But at the same time, why the fuck aren't you taking all your vacation days? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who the hell wants to s- sit where you like, great. Yeah. That would be great. The extra money yeah. is awesome. But at the same time, take some time for you. Yep. You know, Absolutely. Like, you do not need to be sitting at this job all day. Correct. Day. Correct. Anyway, that's just my opinion on that matter. So I got home yesterday. This is fairly of a spur of the moment thing. Yeah. And I have a gift certificate for a spa that had five things. And I'm down to three things. And I was like, let me call them. So I called the spa. I'm like, hey, I have three things on the gift certificate. Can I see if I have an, if you have an appointment for any of them? And he's like, do you want one, two, three? I'm like, I'll take all three if you got them. <laughs> and he's like, what are they? And it's a facial, a body scrub, and a manicure. And he goes, well, my anesthetician and... My esthetician? Esthetician, esthetician yeah. and my nail tech. Yeah, you don't want out. an esthetician. Yeah, that would be really bad. <laughs> and my nail tech, uh, neither one of them have spots tomorrow. And I was like, okay. He's like, I have an opening for a massage. And I'm like, mm, this is not on my gift certificate. So never but mind. they wouldn't have taken it? They wouldn't have taken it? But I, I probably could have like swapped it. it yeah. But I had a massage that was one of the... F- five things gotcha, so i'm trying to gotcha. just give it give it all the things a shot so i was like all right well thanks and so instead of having a relaxing day off i got up early and dropped the kids off like normal and then went to and ran a whole bunch of errands i went and got plants i got new sunglasses i did like katie that's still a day off bulk shopping yeah 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 <laughs> and then i went and i got two yards of mulch and i've been weeding gardens and mulching and i cleaned my outside window and my inside yeah. windows and my screen oh i gotta do that mine looks so disgusting it's so gross right it's such a it's one of those things that you like 
it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. And then all of a sudden it bothers me. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. no, I know. I'm the same way. And now, like, you know, we're going to be preparing our house to move. To sell, and yeah. To sell. And, like, looking at it, I'm like, wow, these are fucking disgusting. Yeah. I really need to work on those. And depending on when we're actually putting the house up for sale, I might have to stay on top of that yep. a little better than I normally yeah. do. Like, yeah once a year if that is what i do that, that. i mean like, that's typically what i do is i do the outside because it's I a pain it's everybody but to yes, take off the screen so that you can clean the outside and then make sure you go inside and then you got to clean the the whatever the hell sill i yeah, guess is what yeah. the part where the window sits where it's gross right and then you gotta put the screens back in and yep so needless to say i didn't get nearly all the things i wanted to get done today on my list did you get to read it all no 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 reading, no reading. reading. i oh, didn't that's all right i've been doing I've been, I do, I'm doing something that I don't normally do and I actually physically hate doing it, but I'm reading two books at once. And like the only time I ever do that or I have started doing that is now more because of the podcast. Like have, I don't have a podcast book going at the moment because the next one would be Alice, Alice, right. In Wonderland, I believe that's going to be taking it's me like no time fast, at all yeah. to read. Um, so I'll probably just end up doing that like the day or so before yeah. we, you know, record. I'm reading, um, our book club book, which is a book that I put. Picked. Yes. And um, I'm about halfway through and book club isn't for like two weeks now. So I still got time for that. But I thought it was next week. No, I think it's two weeks. I think okay. it's, I don't I think thought I was missing it. But no, no, it's, oh, you're not. It's the 24th, I think. Okay. Then I'm not. Yay. And then I'm also reading one for fun, which I feel I'm starting to find that I'm not, even though like reading the books for both book club and podcasting, I'm enjoying, I enjoy these books. I'm having fun. But it's still an assignment exactly, feeling. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, this book that I've been waiting for forever became available. So I'm like, okay, I got to find time to read it. And now I have eight days left with it. So I'm like, I got to buckle down. And it's a long book. And I think it's like the final book in a series um, that I've been reading. And like, when those series come out and they're like two years between each book, it's like, I have no fucking idea. You posted idea about that on. or tweeted about yes. it or something. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. you need to have a recap in the front of the books. When because, they're that far apart. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't remember. I can't except, be expected to remember. Except after they're out, nobody wants a recap to the front of the book of the book they just finished if they're reading the series all right. at once. Right. That's true. That is true. I mean, I think what I need to start doing is waiting until the series are completed until I yeah. then I can start reading Yeah, but them. you don't know that you're definitely going to do that. If True. a first book comes out and you're like, oh, that sounds fantastic, exactly. let me read it. Because why would you wait to read a book if the whole series is going right. to come out if you're not going to actually like the first right. book then you're waiting for yeah, nothing there have definitely been series when i've i've started reading and i've even read two of the books like two out of three or two out of whatever and i just it just don't i enjoyed them it, yeah. but yeah at the same time it's like i've got other shit to read yeah. like i i just i don't care to finish it that much so so you yeah. talked about two different books right there and i don't think you named either one of them so the one for book club is uh, they all looked up or we, we all, all looked, looked up, we all looked up. <laughs> I screwed that one up, and that's by tom wallach that's really good it's a bunch of high school kids like there's a meteor you know crap, 30, gonna... 30 pages in oh really okay yeah. it's i won't so i won't say anymore obviously yeah. but um i'm really I'm enjoying sorry. it i you know how i am i love mm-hmm. like books about high school kids and like coming yep. of age stuff yep. or whatever um and then the other one is called witch shadow and again it's the fourth book in a in a series or technically the third there was like a novella in between there um no i'm right it was fourth book i believe <laughs> but uh and that's by susan denard 
and the series is Witchland, the Witchland series. And, you know, just magical fantasy type stuff. Mm -hmm. Like people have powers and like certain people can do this, have this power and certain people have this power. And it's all about the struggle with, you know, between those, those people and the lands that they live in and whatever. And um, I don't know. I just love shit like that. I just love magic and that kind of shit. So, and of course there's, you know, like your usual love triangle stuff and fucking I'm a sucker for that shit. (laughs) (laughs) This book has all of your boxes checked. Exactly. And Um, your box checked. So Katie, just before we jump into our prologue, um, I just briefly wanted to bring up the fact, like, we've been talking about social issues a lot on this podcast. Like, with Vox, we we talked about uh, women's rights. And with um, The Hate You Give, we talked about uh, rights of minorities, Black people, people of color. Um, so since that episode came out and since we've recorded, um, SCOTUS, like, we've, we've found out that... Um, a draft opinion was leaked from SCOTUS that they are essentially going to over completely overturn Roe versus Wade. And um, like, this is the kind of thing that we were fearful of, you know, like, yeah, um, just a little. And I think that like, what's crazy to me is that I have felt this, like, the same sort of despair that I felt back on November, whatever, 2016. And it's really crushing. Like I'm, I just wake up and I, I want to check the news all the time again, because at some point this decision that was just a draft opinion and they say, oh, it's not, it's not finalized. It's not, th- this doesn't mean that it's real. We all know that it's real and it's going to come out probably in June. Do you think it was leaked intentionally? I do think it was leaked intentionally. I think it was leaked intentionally by um, some people have different, different views on this. Some people say it was leaked by liberals just so they could try to scare blah, 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 blah. I think it was leaked by conservatives and I just to get just to test the atmosphere. I don't even think it's to test the atmosphere because they don't care about that. They don't give a shit about that. Nope. I think it's to lock in those votes that they had. So because now they can say, well, I can't change my vote now because now it'll look like I was scared or I'm scared of what's going on. So that's why I think it was, it's more likely a conservative, um, like person, you know, from, um, from one of the conservative judges chambers that leaked this and it's frustrating and it's scary. And, um, all I wanted to say was look up, uh, where you live, um, funds that you can donate to, uh, to allow people or funds that help people travel to states that still will have abortion. There's and so many companies that are, are saying there are. that. And the problem, one of the main issues is that this, they're not going to stop here. This is not where it stopped. Mm-hmm. The main goal is to completely outlaw abortion. It's so what I'm, what I'm most scared of is that people will not go out to vote in 2022 this year in November and uh, the conservatives will get a majority back in the House and in the Senate, and they will end the filibuster, and they will effectively just overturn abortion, and yeah. like it will not be legal in states anywhere. So, all I just this is just my plea to, um, I mean, not a lot of people listen, but please vote. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you're a woman and a person of color, vote for people who have your interests at heart please that's all i'm asking yeah um anyway that's it <laughs> i uh i actually saw 
I've, I've been reading and seeing all sorts of things and watching videos about, you know, what this actually could lead to and all mm -hmm. of that, which we discussed. Yeah. Um, it's more terrifying than even I realized, um, even after our discussion. But one of the one of the things that I saw that I was kind of like, oh, I really like that idea. I don't know if it works or not, but um, would Native American reservations be able to have abortion mm. clinics mm -hmm. in the same mm -hmm. st states that you can't have casinos, right. but you can have a casino? But you can have a casino yeah. So I, I was, I'm hopeful that that is actually a thing, but yeah. if they're going to completely outlaw it and anyways you know what i mean i it's think like yeah uh, i think what's i think we are in a, we are at a crit critical point in our country and we're gonna find out in november of this year where this is gonna lead for the next several decades it's terrifying it's absolutely horrifying and um i just i just i cannot believe that this is where we're at i really can't and you know i mean we all had so much hope after after Trump lost the election in 2020 and you know you woke up it was a new day and now it's just like two years later you're like well this fucking sucks like I, we're right back where we started and it's all because we allowed um a fucking game show host to pick three of our supreme court justices out of nine yeah. like that's just mind-blowing to yeah. me absolutely fucking mind-blowing anyway we, this is all <laughs> breathe take a breath take yes, a breath yeah sorry breath. sorry um, it's already getting warm. It is getting warm in here. <laughs> Holy shit. We're closed in a closet. It's 80 something degrees outside. Um, yeah. One of the first nice days of, you know, the season. And anyway, um, that's all I wanted to bring up. I know our listeners um, care about these issues, too. Yeah. So um, that's it. So I have two things to say. Okay. Not related to that. <laughs> um, follow ups to our previous episode. Uh, first of all, those were enhanced vocals of hippie your cat um, yes. my finger does still have a mark on it he's not a demon i promise it was a week and a half ago and i can still tell you where he got my finger where but he gotcha. he's a very loving cat um and second we had said at one point in time i wonder what angie thomas thought about the screen episode. yeah um and i just looked it up at the very last moment because that's the way i work and I found Angie Thomas thought the deviation from the tale was so good that she wanted to write it into her original story. There you go. So you were right. I am so happy to have found that. Yes. It makes yeah. me happy. No, you were totally, you were totally right. You yes. totally mentioned that. Um, well, that's great. Um, all all right. right. Let's move on to our prologue. Prologue. The prologue. <laughs> um, okay, Katie. So we read... Foe by Anne Reed. Mm -hmm. um, and as you know, I usually do my little my little yeah. fast facts here. Um, so Foe was published in August of 2018. It is the second novel by Anne Reed, who is a Canadian author, which yeah. I, I just kind of I don't know why I thought off the top of my I head think he was we all Irish. Yeah, we, like, yeah we both, just, I think the spelling of his of his name yeah. had a lot to do with it. Yes. It's, it's that Irish. Yeah. Um, his first book was called um, I'm Thinking of Ending Things, and I read it, and it was also, like, just like this book, it was very ominous, and, you yeah. know, you're not sure what to think and whatever. We'll get to that, obviously. Um, he personally refers to his books as um, philosophical suspense stories, and this one in particular, Foe. Um, and I was just reading about him kind of briefly, um, just about the way that he likes to write, and he 
says uh, he appreciates books that, quote, put some of the onus onto me to decipher and complete the story. Um, So that's typically not my personal way of thinking. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, you and I both, we like those. Spell it out for me or, or wrap like it them, up, you know, tie it in a bow. That being said. I fucking love it's this It's fun. Book. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't you give us our synopsis? Absolutely. So in Ian Reed's second haunting philosophical puzzle of a novel set in the near future, Junior and Henrietta live in a comfortable, isolated life on their farm, far from the city lights, but in close quarters with each other. One day, a stranger from the city arrives with alarming news. Junior has been randomly selected to travel far away from the farm, very far away. The most unusual part, arrangements have already been made so that when he leaves, Henrietta won't have a chance to miss him because she won't be left alone, not even for a moment. Henrietta will have company, familiar company. That even sounds ominous. <laughs> it really does. It really does. Um, so cocktail time. It is absolutely cocktail time. This is going to I'm be. Scared. This is a. Ter- this is the most terrifying cocktail ever. So without um, really spoiling the book at this point in time, I I, I don't want to name the cocktail. We'll name but it after. We can. Yeah. Name it after. Okay. So basically, it is. Uh, the instructions were for a half a pint of. Tennessee whiskey, yes, a quarter pint of absolute vodka, and two drops of grenadine. And since we did not want to die, <laughs> um, we made quarter versions of this. So we have two ounces of Tennessee bourbon whiskey and one ounce of vodka and way more grenadine than two drops. Correct. Yes. Or yeah. than a half a drop. I am absolutely... T- it smells like Dimetap. We've already discussed that it oh. smells like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Are you are ready? You ready? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Hopefully we'll just fall over. Oh, I'm scared. <gasps> my, I think you could set light, light, light by your fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It does taste like medicine. It does. I think that's the a that's the grenadine, but it's also the like just the whiskey. Potent. It's just like very potency of the whiskey. I, uh, just for um like you know full disclosure, we brought a coke up here just, just in, case in case we, we need to, to dilute it. So I'm gonna give it a, a shot for a little while, literally <laughs> yeah. like three shots. Well, it's also a little watered down at this point because you know we've been sitting here for a little while yeah, chatting in my hot ass. I don't know that that closet. helped much. No, not really. But you know what? I'm gonna drink it. It'll yeah. warm my belly up. I don't really need my belly cold. to be warm. Because we're cold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready? I'm ready. For the story. I'm ready for the story. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get wasted before we get into the story. Oh, my. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> the story. Um, Katie. We basically already said it, but what did you think of this book? I, well, I'm sure you saw, I gave it five stars. I know you gave it five stars. I I, I thought I did, I wasn't sure. I, so I thought I figured it out and I was fucking genius Mm -hmm. because I figured out that the guy wasn't the guy. Yeah. But probably like, I'm going to say 20 pages before it actually comes to light, which I'm okay. sure you're supposed to get to that point in time yeah. right around there. But then when there was that much story left, I'm like, hmm, there's more. Yeah. There's more. Yeah. And then the the major twist at the end was. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. It was it kind was of good. like breathtaking, which is great. Yes. Um, And I love, I just honestly really love the lead up to all of that. Yeah. Um, Because now, like looking back on it, you can just be like, okay, here's hints of that. So. Yeah, so that was my thought. Is as soon as I finished, I was like, I want to go back and read it again, right, just to be like, hints. see it from the other exactly. side. Yes. So when I first started reading the book, 
we briefly talked about this because um, we both said, you know, I'm reading the book. I'm reading. I started reading it. And this is what weird. the fuck, like, are, we what the fuck are we reading? This is so weird. <laughs> and again, I had read a book by him already. So I knew that like his style of writing and narration is super strange. Yeah. Uh, like I won't. This isn't about, you know, a, a, a podcast about I'm thinking of ending things. But go and read that book because okay. it's so odd. And like just the way that he frames things and there's constantly this underlying sense of like tension and you're and you have no idea why and that came through a lot in this book too you're like what what is going on why am i feeling this like tense about something when seemingly nothing's even happening yet yeah you know what i mean yes and we're not sure yeah so let's just let's just jump in and kind of and kind of like obviously you know our normal spoiler alert here um we're just huge spoiler alert we're just gonna go ahead and like talk about what happens in this book but so they they these two people live together alone on this secluded farm and one night they they don't get many visitors and one night a car drives up and um the main character why can't i think of his junior thank you junior um starts talking to his wife but there are no quote marks around his... I li- that's literally what I just wrote down. The narration by Junior as a robot. And there it is. Yes. He is actually a robot. Yes. Which yes. is the name of our cocktail is a robot cocktail. Yes, correct. Uh, I thought it was so weird. And I think that that helped reinforce my thought that it's not an American author. Because I was like, well, that's weird. Maybe it's yes. just one of those style yes. things that happens in different countries. Start talking. And they have quote marks. So I'm like, maybe it's just in his head. Maybe it's just in his head. I I don't know. Maybe we're just getting his thoughts. But he's actually having these conversations. So the the car is this guy that basically comes and tells Junior, you've been selected. You're on the the long list of people to potentially go to this. It's kind of like almost like a colony. Not Inception. um, I can't remember exactly what it's called. But they're basically going to learn about go live on a new planet yeah, colonize start colonizing a new planet basically um and he was put on the long list meaning he hasn't been picked yet but um if he does get picked they want to start learning about him that so much makes more sense with the the names of the acts oh, one arrival I yeah i was thinking it was terrence's arrival yeah that makes sense i didn't even but think about not. that so what's that's, that's interesting what's act two called then is that in here somewhere? Mm, yep. Until you. I think there's get three. To... This is us flipping through pages. This is us flipping through pages. It's not like in a in a thing. Dang. The installation. That's what it's called. That's so, what Act Two is called. The no, installation? the installation is called is where he's going. He's going to be. On oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're gonna inst- basically install him for a period of time, and during this time, they find out that. Uh, Hen, Hen, Rietta won't be alone. They're going to create a copy of Junior to keep her company and act continue two, to go to work. Act two is occupancy. Interesting. Okay. Which to- it's oh, it's totally different. Is there an act three? Or I think is so. It, I thought there was. Maybe the return or something like that. Or the the departure, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, that would make more sense, probably departure. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're smart. You're so smart, Katie. <laughs> um. So yeah, like they, the idea is that Henrietta won't be left alone while he's gone. And the whole time he's, Junior is saying, 
I don't want some other, some random person to come and stay with my, my to live with my wife. I don't want to leave my wife. I'm not ready for that. Like, that's not, you know, whatever. And Terrence is like, hey, listen, it's going to be a couple years. Like, and and, and we're not doing, you know, we're not doing this now. It's going to be a couple years from now. So then two years later, Terrence comes back. And oh, the one thing that stood out the most to me at the beginning of the book that I thought was really fucking weird is how pissed off Hen seemed to Junior at the first, like after Terrence left. That goes back to our hints. Yeah. Why the hell wasn't Hen sleeping, wasn't allowing Junior to sleep in In their bed bed for months afterwards, I think, or at least two weeks? Or she was, she might, he might have been in her bed. She he was down the hall. He was sleeping in the guest room. Okay. He had to. Sleep. I remember when Terrence left. Um, the first she got the first time, wicked cold to him. Yes, very cold to him, and said, "You know, I really just want to sleep in the bed by myself." Yeah. And um, there was several weeks where they barely talked. They barely spoke, and and we're seeing all of this from Junior's side. And, you know, he's just, why, why was she like I don't this? Understand. Why does she, yeah. I don't understand what's going I'm on. I'm going to try to do everything I can. I'm going to bring her coffee yes. and breakfast in bed. Yep. And she's still just. Right. Bidgy. And it almost seemed like, it almost seemed like she knew Terrence a little bit. Is there something she's hiding? Yep. You know, that kind of thing. Um, so I just want to like, um, I guess we'll just jump into like certain things that you pulled from, pulled from the books. Um, early on at page 31, um, 30 and 31, there's, like, a discussion of, um, like, fate and stuff. Um, And I like this quote. Are some things meant to be meant to happen? There are some things we can't explain. Some call it fate. Maybe that's okay. Maybe we don't have to know more than that. Maybe the orbit we inhabit is preordained. I'm okay with it, even if I don't really believe in that kind of thing. You can hold beliefs and not always believe in them. I just kind of thought that that was, like, an interesting thing to, like... Who was Grab that? out of there. That's Junior talking, and what he's talking about is the first time he saw Hen. Okay. Thinking, like, this is this is the person I'm supposed to be with. I'm meant to be with this person. Um, we don't really learn a lot about how they, how they met and, how, and got together. Yeah. Like, what we know is that she he sees her, um, and and I think, if I'm not mistaken, they don't see each other again for a little while or something. And, and basically, they just end up getting together and getting yeah. married. We don't really learn much about their relationship leading up to them just being married and right. being at this house. And then they, I want to say the story starts taking place like eight to 10 years into their marriage. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. yeah. Some, somewhere around, they've definitely been together and on this farm alone for Fairly a Fairly secluded, yes. kind of, you know, just getting into that comfortable marriage time period. Yeah. That being said, you can also like through Hen and the way that she speaks about certain things, you can tell. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You can tell that she's antsy on this farm. Like yeah. she's like, might it? She's like, maybe there's other things, you know, just other things out there. Yeah, and that kind of ties into like a little bit of the fate discussion. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like, do you believe in fate, Katie? Like, is that something that you're you believe in? Do you think that you're here for a reason? I think, or there's a reason that things happen. There's a reason that things happen, and there's not really a lot you can do to influence them. It's kind of already planned what's going to happen. Okay, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I have trouble with that. Like, it is a very hard question because there are certain things that you look back on and you're like, well, that was probably, you know, like meeting your husband, having your kids. Like, that was fate. It was meant to happen. But at the same time, like, was it one decision that you could have made previously could have changed it? Could have totally, what is it, the butterfly effect? Like, a butterfly flaps its wings somewhere and like changes the whole course of everything. Um, Good Ashton Kutcher movie. But yes, I know it really was. (laughs) Um, Personally, I don't. I knew an actor. <laughs> yes, you did. 
Uh, I can I can name other actors that are in that movie too, but I won't I won't bore you with that That's information. Bullshit. I can't. Um, and that movie's like what twenty years old at this point? Uh, somewhere around at there. Least. Yeah. Um, but no, I I like to think that I like if I'm I were to say that I believe in fate, that basically means that I have no free will to decide what what I'm doing. You, you have know free I mean? will. It just is already decided what's going to happen. That's what I don't like about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm of the idea that yes, things certainly happen for a reason, but I don't think that it's a preordained reason. Okay. You know what I mean? Like okay. it wasn't, my life is not up there somewhere. They're like, well, check. She did that already. Check. We're done here. You know what I mean? I agree. I, I just, I feel like there's certain things that happen and, and you have to say, holy shit that it took that path as opposed to the other paths that it could have taken Mm -hmm. and whether that's fate or not i i can't answer that i don't really know but like my father-in-law's accident when he drove across three lanes of traffic and nothing happened nothing happened yeah i mean he drove into the woods and we couldn't find the car for a while but you know (laughs) it was good overall nobody died nobody was hurt just the amount of things that could have happened is very goosebumpy. See, I do agree with you, but in my opinion, that's straight luck. That's just straight luck that that happened. I don't think that it there was something like, and this is my freaking atheism showing, really. Like, I don't think that there's something up there being like, oh, he's, you know, oh, we're gonna we're gonna take care of this. You know what I mean? Like, that's in my opinion, that was just straight luck. And thank goodness for that luck, right? Honestly, seriously, like, um. But yeah, there are just crazy things that happen like that, that you just get real fucking lucky. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's where I think I land on the spectrum. Like, I I don't like to think that my life is already mapped out. Already mapped out. You just got to live it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to know that, you know. (laughs) But what what would be wrong about that being the course? Like, it's already listed. You already if you talk to the right person, you would know not person, obviously, but you would be able to see the whole map. I don't want it. I don't want to see it. I'm not saying you want to see it, but how does that affect any of your choices? It doesn't. Actually, see, in my opinion, I, I wonder if it would. I really wonder if I were to, if I were able to look at where my life was like, you know, say, I'm not say, saying, I'm not saying be able to see it and, or ask and see what happens. Okay. But who's to say that it's not? already mapped out for you and your choices are still your choices right but it's already known what choices you're gonna make listen it's not gonna change your choices totally understand what you're saying totally get what you're saying and it's absolutely 100 percent possible but this is where like this is where to me like the religion talk all comes in it's just like i i just personally do not believe that that's what's happening i don't know any i don't know just as much as you don't know exactly you know what i mean nobody fucking knows so it's it's let's just have a sip let's just drink yeah (laughs) man we got like we devolved a little bit Mm. but i like it (laughs) nothing to do with the book other than fate Mm. um yeah uh then there's another quote in there like not too too long after but like about uh and this kind of ties in a little bit too um about being unique and important and um, let me see if I can find, did I, did I mark those up? Because yes. Um, okay. So he's talking again. This is when Ter- Terrence's first, first appearance at the, um, the farm. So this is really early on in the book. And uh, Terrence is talking to um, Hen 
And he says, but I have a question for you, he says, and it's something I'd like you both to think about. Do you want to live normal, mundane, average lives? Is that really your ambition? Hence, it's up listening closer to what he's saying. This is and this is immediately a a hint for what's coming. Yeah. Um, And he says, quote, do you want to be indistinguishable from everyone else or do you want to be part of something special and unique? And that more than anything is what this is about, he says, a chance to be a better version of yourself. Who doesn't want that? Right. Absolutely. Who doesn't want that? But who also doesn't want your better version to be an artificial intelligence being that looks just like you that might be better than you? Well, and this is the problem is that in this first thing, we don't even know that that's happening. Uh, Absolutely. You don't even know. I mean, does he in the first I, I can't remember in the first visit, does he bring up that fact or is it the second visit when he comes two years later and says, by the way, the I think it's the second visit. Because that's when he's taking measurements of everything of of Junior. So we're thinking, oh, okay, like this is going, this is something that's going to be yes. happening. He's taking measurements to build this robotic Yes, junior. because on the second visit, Junior is now on the short list and he's going. Exactly. As long as he passes all the measurements and the statuses, Correct. he's going to be actually yes. going. Yes. Which it's so weird to me that that's the whole story that they present to the junior that actually is the junior that's there right right it's kind of weird but it's also like how else do you get this thing that's fully artificial intelligence that is this person's intelligence and what they know and what they have and all of their memories loosely memories because he doesn't remember buying his car. He just knows that he had the car and he has right, the right. memory that it happened, but it doesn't right. actually feel like he yeah, had and it. That's another, all that his memories, his yeah. memories are all like really Already cloudy. There. But there, but not like yes. they were there for him. Right, exactly. I don't know what I was saying before that. Anyways. <laughs> I'm sorry. The, oh, the, no, the story of how of how they're playing it to this 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 robot that yeah. you, you find out. In probably like the two thirds of the book, you find out that this guy is actually the robot version of Junior, right? Correct, and maybe so. And he's been there for two years. And already. he's been there for two years. So he when, was dropped off the first time Terrence came. Yes, and his headlights triggered his on switch, for lack yes. of a better term. Yes, Katie, that's a that's a really good. Like I yeah. didn't even think about that because that's the first thing we that's the first read thing. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it said something like that in later Two on. headlights. I wake to the sight of them. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That, that just blew my fucking mind. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That really blew my mind. Okay. All right. Cool. That's another hint. That's another hint. Yeah. Like that's what you're seeing all like all through like just. And I, this is what I love about authors and writers, like ha- that they can pepper in these little things that you have no fucking idea. You don't realize idea. it. It's, it's just really a story where you're like, what the fuck? But this is a yes. good story. But where, where is this going? Where right. is this going? Exactly. Where is this going? Because yes. that's all I felt is the whole time is like, what is the point of this book? Right. Kind of. Right. Like, where are we getting to? Yeah. Where are we getting to? Because. Okay, you're going to an installation, but is that. Is that the end goal? Is that yes. where we're ending? Yes. Is this guy is going to go to the installation? Like, right. But it's not. And as you're reading it, you're almost thinking that the installation is the point of the book. Yes. But it's not. Uh-uh. It's not at all. And, like, as you're reading it and you're getting, like, more than halfway through, you're like, wow, this guy still hasn't gone to the this new planet. Like, yeah. is so basically I'm being misled in some way. Yes. And I don't know when it hit me. Exactly. The shoulder issue. That's when it Which hit me. Which shoulder issue? When he got tackled for running into the burning fire, running to the fire, I was like, that's awfully strange. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't and then, remember. And like the, all the medicine that he was taking as he's yes. taking the medicine, and there's like, oh, make sure you take these. And I'm like, they're drugging him. But there's no marks on him, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be like right around then. I was like, this is awfully fishy. Yeah, but the fact that he. When Terrence comes back the second time, thinks that Terrence is going to be his replacement and that, like, him and Hen are super close. I'm right, like, oh, this right. is awfully weird. You can tell he definitely has, like, these feelings that Hen and Terrence have some kind of history together. Yeah. And that's pretty clear because they seem pretty comfortable with each uh-huh. other. Um, after that first time when he first, you know, Terrence first comes that we know of, you know, um, she seems kind of cold to him. But then when he comes and he's living there, they're like laughing together. And, you know, and and you start seeing that Hen is having these private conversations with him. And we don't learn what those private conversations are until after Junior is like, I'm going to spy on these bitches because they're cheating on Like, she's yeah. cheating on me with yeah. this guy. I'm going to drill a hole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, um, I, I don't know. It's just such a fucking interesting premise of this book. It really is. Um, and I need to ask you a question. And I think that I figured it out while I was writing this down. What do you think the bugs mean? The beetles? I don't know. I think I figured it out. You think it's actual, like, do you think that they're physically there? I think they're physically there. So, the first time we see these bugs. Um, it's in the closet of the gas the room when he's cleaning yes. it out for Terrence. Yes. And, and he just stares at it. So she, so Hen freaks out about it. She yelps, jumps out of the closet, her eyes shut. And she goes, did you see that? She says, that in there. And he g- gets into the closet and he just kind of stares at it, you know, whatever, not making any moves about it, just kind of like, you know, whatever. And then he like zones into it for like hours. And then at the end of the book. She does the same she thing. She does the same thing. Yes. And at that point we know i believe it's not real hen am i wrong, right about, wrong about that correct it's the fake hen yeah it's the robotic hen yes. um we'll get to that in a little bit but like well, but my point is i think that this is another hint saying this is a robot reacting to a bug like whatever a real person reacting to a bug is gonna be like Ugh! like a gigantic oh. bug in your house like because hen flips out yeah. And then when they see it again on the kitchen counter, she doesn't, she doesn't and she just she doesn't react. He reacts and is grossed out it's by just it. It's a freaking bug. Yes. And who what does a bug matter to, to a, a robot. robot? Exactly. Exactly. So, um I just thought that was really No, that's cool. I I was thinking it had something to do with like programming of some or or but that makes way more sense is that yeah. as opposed to like uh, a real human being being charged yeah the, stare at the bug and it charges you or like i was also thinking a bug um like another one of the microphones because they had microphones all right, over right, the right. house yeah too. that was yeah. the other thought yeah but why would it be in the closet in the back and just, i like, mean i guess that there are certain there are other ways that you can interpret that that was just like i'm sitting here I'm no i like that i like that one i was literally I do just like writing it down lot. like what did these mean and then i'm just like oh yeah, because she reacts to it, but he doesn't. And then it's and then inverse of that when, when it's her. Yes. Um, so I have one thing that I want to say before we get, like, f- further into it is that I freaking love the fact that they are on a farm and they have chickens. And he goes out and uh, th- the first quote I flagged was, uh, in the barn, I share the space with the chickens only, and they are non-inquisitive. They are easy to please. Five minutes or ten or thirty or even hours. It all feels the same out here in the barn. I give the chicken kitchen scraps and water, some grain, and they always happy to see me. And then blah, 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 blah. I fill their grain bin. I watch some of the hens digging around. The chickens like to spread out and explore every inch of the barn. And I was like, 
I like the fact that her nickname is Hen, and he likes watching the hens. Yeah. And just that little, like, quirk. Yeah. He it's obvious that he's he's very much in love with her and like the thing is like again it's not something we realize until after he's that's what he was built for. You know what I mean? Like right. he's built to just to be there for to, her and to do his to tend to her things. and yes, yeah. yeah, exactly. Let's just jump right to um the junior massive, coming junior coming twist. back. Yes. So junior comes back. Um, and that's when we as readers realize, if we haven't already figured it out... That the um, junior that we've been reading for the whole time is And spending all our robot. time with is actually the robot. Yeah. And this the junior, replacement. The replacement. And junior had already gone off to the in- installation and he'd been gone for two years or whatever it was. Whatever. Um, I mean, even though I kind of had an inkling about that, it still fucking shocked me. I was like, whoa! Like, we've been reading this the entire time and, like, this is what... You know, ha- like, yeah. I just... I guess... The way that he wrote it, all of the all of the hints were there. It's just like it's really difficult to put them all together as you're reading this story. Yes, until after that comes in, yeah. and you're like, "Shit, wait, let, let me go, go back. back. Let me no, go back. No, no, no. He back. was oh, oh. As soon as that happened, of course, then you realize, yeah, that's why there's no and quotation that makes marks. Sense. Yes, yes, because immediately after that, Junior now has quotation marks. Mm-hmm. The real Junior. Yep, exactly. And also, he's a dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well that's the thing so let's go back briefly to the to what i was talking about like being unique and important i think that he just got a little bit of a big head yeah. he's like i did this amazing thing i went off to this installation and we're gonna like start colonizing this let this, me like, tell you all about it exactly okay why don't you want to hear about it hen what yeah. the hell why don't you want to hear yeah. about how like why isn't she asking me about this stuff i've been because gone for Two and a half years, yeah. and you don't want to hear all about it. Bitch, you've been gone for two years. Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to say to you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So during all of this, we're kind of getting these little glimpses into Hen, and you can tell that she's not super happy to be on the farm. On the farm. Mm-hmm. Just like by herself. She has these little, I don't know if I wrote any of the quotes down. Did you oh, did you happen to write anything down where she like starts talking about it? I can't remember. I, d- I guess I didn't. But um, I feel like it's a lot. A lot of it is uh, led by Terrence talking yes. to Junior, being like, "Do you think Hen is really happy here? Yes. Do you think Hen really doesn't want to travel? What makes you think she wants to stay on the farm and do all this? Yeah. Do we have any idea what she does? I don't. No, I don't. I don't know that it's really mentioned. Okay. Um, she definitely has a job because she leaves every day. She leaves. I think, it drops Terrence off, which is awkward. Yeah. Well, and then, like, well, as you're reading and, like, learning, when the big twist happens, when he wakes up and, you know, he realizes, Hen- wow, Hannah's really cold to me. Why Why doesn't she want to ask me? And then she leaves one night. And then the next morning, she's perfectly normal to him, really loving and caring. And, and asking she all have the any, inquisitive uh, questions. Yes, all the questions that he wanted her, her to ask. And he's like, well, I'm so happy now. Yeah. You're, you're, oh, really you're, back, to you're normal. back to normal. Exactly. Um, I, in, a, in a weird way, I look at this as kind of like a happy ending because Hen gets to leave like she wants She's to She's happy. And, and he's, he's happy, happy because with his, he and he has no idea. He's not going to have any idea. Which is interesting because that means that that hen is the hen from using the memories from before the real hen was with the fake junior. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right? This gets fucking confusing. Like, yes, right? it does. But, like, my question is, <laughs> can Robot Hen have sex? <laughs> Robot Junior had sex. They had sex. I, they do have sex, but it's a little bit different for... 
an appendage that sticks outside of your body versus an appendage versus, that an appendage appendage versus being inside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it'll be very, it, it would be very interesting to find out. Like we didn't find out any of that out, but like, I, I do love that. She just gets to, I'm sure she can be programmed to make the sounds. Make oh yeah. The movements. Oh yeah. Have the whole, I wouldn't be surprised if the reason why she had sex with robot, junior in the first place was to get those memories so that they could be put into the robot head yep terrence was probably fucking filming or watching like but it's true like so weird so it's so funny to look back on like when that twist happens like literally terrence is there and lives there for that long with them like because he's taking measurements of hen like you don't realize that at first like you're the reason why he's living there is because he knows Hen wants to leave. And that's why he keeps asking Junior all the time if, she, if he really thinks she's happy and she really doesn't want to travel and all yes. of those things. Yes. It's it's or is it, be- it has nothing to do with Junior and his installation. It's all about Hen. He knows Hen wants to leave, so he's taking the measurements of Hen. He's living there so he can get more information on Hen and you how to program the, this. The second visit. Yes. So do you think that she flagged to him before he came back and was just like, I'm going to want to leave before Junior even actually came back? I think at some point she, I think at some point they had that conversation. And it, I think the second visit before he moves in, she probably mentioned it. I think there was like, there was an argument in the kitchen at one point in time. Yes. Yes. That's probably where, and he, Junior is witnessing it from outside the barn, right? Mm -hmm. That's probably when it happened, honestly. So the reason why he is living there and staying there is he, so he can watch Hen and what she does so he can get this robot just right. So the real Junior, when he comes home, will not have any idea. But I also think he's also doing like, quote-unquote diagnostics on the robot junior trying to see like how has this worked how has this worked the whole the whole piano thing of her playing the piano and saying to junior like you i only have the piano because you wanted me to have the piano yeah that would be real junior that wanted her to have the piano i would i guess so (laughs) i guess so because they don't mention the time when when they got the piano so my assumption is yes and he's so fixated on it as because robot juniors. that's one of the memories of exactly. real junior gave yes. to the robot junior Correct. to be like, oh yeah, Hen plays great and she plays yes. wonderful and she loves it. And yeah. Hen's just like, fine, fuck you, I'll play. Mm-hmm. Good. Am I making you happy? No. Okay, good. Yeah, I think that's I think that's exactly correct. Yeah. Um, I want everybody to read this book before they listen to this podcast. <laughs> I know, I know, because it's it's so it's such a crazy good one. Um, I just I just want to like for all the people out there who listen. Um, all, all 10 of you. Um, <laughs> uh, I This reminded me so much of a Black Mirror episode. Have you ever watched any Black Mirror? No. Do you have Netflix at home? No. Ah, damn. Black Mirror is such an amazing show. It, like, it makes you kind of, like, look at yourself. So Black Mirror is... is it's been said that Black Mirror is like if you're looking at your phone when it's black, you can see, you know, you're like because we're so focused on like yeah. this, this, this and us and whatever. But like it's basically just this this show that kind of shows you consequences about certain actions or whatever. So there's this one episode um, that it, I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me. And I don't remember what season it is, but this married couple um they live kind of like in a secluded area um i'm almost wondering if he got like kind of like yeah. you know whatever they live in this secluded area um one night 
the husband says, I'm going to drive out, like I'll go pick up our food or something. And he leaves and um, he doesn't come back for hours. And then I think the next thing we see are like um, emergency vehicles coming to the house. And they basically tell her he was in a car accident and he died. Um, But there's this company that you can contact and they make uh, AI versions of your loved one. Oh, okay. So it's that almost familiar. like, exactly. It's almost like they never left. So she orders one and um, she, you know, hang, hangs out with this. And then kind of like it starts getting to the point where, you know, this robot, and this is very similar to this, this robot is just so built to make her happy like it won't fight with her it won't do anything you know and that's not real living it's not real living so that and that's basically the point of the show itself is like you know you wanted this thing because you really wanted this person to be there but it's not really the person yeah so in in a way it kind of ties back to this because like she's obviously fallen out of love with junior he's gone and now it's this husk of a per like it's it's yeah. husk of him it's not really him and you know she just wants to leave so i fully interpreted that she basically really liked by the end of it the robot junior better mm-hmm. because he was more attentive to her mm-hmm. and inquisitive to her and having questions with her right. and wanted her to hear her right as opposed to the real junior when he comes back and yeah. she's like deuces mm-hmm. I love the fact that they gave us the hint about her leaving where she's like, if I ever leave, I'm just going to write his name on a piece of paper and that's all it's going to say. Did. And then it gets to the point in time where she's like, she left this weird note and it just said my name and there yep. was nothing else in there. And yep. I'm like, she's gone. She's gone. Yes. Yes. And then when it po- when and then it- when she comes back, I'm like, no, the fuck she didn't. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. And like, that's the, that's the, like the, the starkest thing of the entire novel, I think is when, she starts talking to him when she has come back and there's no quote marks and you're just like holy fucking yeah. shit and then how oblivious is him junior not realizing it's not her it's not her but that's the thing like that's the point i that's mean that's the, the point. End, I, it's if you don't know you don't know and then and you just so go on himself. blissfully unaware right and he and he's so fucking full of himself that he didn't notice that it's not his wife <sighs> just like totally incredible like incredible writing just such a cool a cool premise and like i really really would like yeah i'm thinking of ending things is a bit more of like a horror like instead of um you know this is more kind of like uh makes you think a lot and thrillery whatever i don't i wouldn't call this horror in a way but i'm thinking of ending things is definitely more horror like okay so i have a question for you sure so the the synopsis says it's set in the near future, mm-hmm. and I have a quote from 152. It says, "If I were in your shoes, I'd feel the same disbelief." It goes back to earlier technology, just before you or I were born, around the time extensive 3D printing took off. The first feature was, the first feat was to 3D print custom bones and joints. This actually all started from healthcare initiatives. Blah 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 blah. How far in the future do you think this is supposed to be set? So I was I was definitely thinking of that as I was reading and. Technology-wise, I would say that, like, technology-wise and, like, space travel-wise and all that kind of shit, I think the earliest this could possibly be set would be, like, 2100-something. 
Okay. I don't think it could be any earlier than that. Okay. I really don't. Okay. Like, I mean, when you're talking about, like, near future type stuff, like, you can easily say, you know, I mean, like, think of America. We're only how many years old? 200 something years old. I don't know. That's a history question. You know, like, I know, right? Like, (laughs) 1776. Almost 300 years old. Like, and in the grand scheme of things, that's very young compared to other parts of the world. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. 1776 (laughs) to now. Yeah. Like, 250-ish. Whatever. But, like, that's what I mean. Like, compared to the other parts of the world, we are incredibly young. We're an incredibly yeah. young country. Absolutely. And, like, I always loved that. I, this, again, this is so, like, it has nothing to do with the book. But in the grand scheme of things, it kind of does. Um, but, like, I remember in a science class when I was in high school, um, I want to say it was, like, a biology class or something. Um, my teacher said, you know, if if the whole span of, like, the world from when it was created to the present day were a year like think of it as just a year placed out from yep. january 1 to december 31st we're like still in the beginning of january uh well Amer- like human beings wouldn't show up on the scan of that year until december 31st at like 11 50 p.m okay. you know what i mean yeah. like it's incredible to think about how long the world has been around and then people are over we're here like over here. We're, yeah we're still so, we're still so young so i do think that like the technology w- needed would definitely be, we, we would probably need at least about 100 more years. My understanding is that the cars drive themselves. That's what it like, sounds like. And, sc- and like the, there's a whole concept of the screens, which makes me that whole yeah. Black Mirror thing is interesting. Um, did you ever watch the show Small Wonder? Um, More than likely, yes. Like a long ass time Ro- ago. Little Robot Girl, yes. Yeah. Definitely watched it. Couldn't tell you anything about it. Like I remember how cute she was. I was obsessed with that show whenever it was on. It, I must have been in like middle school because I my I I can't tell you much about the show other than I loved it and was so fascinated by the fact that she looked like a person but she was a robot. Yeah. Um. All I really remember is that it was on days where I had to go to band in the morning before <laughs> school because for whatever fucking reason band practice needed to be before school when school was already fucking early. Oh, interesting. Stupid. <laughs> and I used to watch it in the morning while I was eating breakfast. That's all. I I just I liked it. I like it's just I think I think we're like we're for lack of a better term we're programmed to like things like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like movies and shows about robots being humanized being people, and yeah. being like you know whatever. Yeah. I think I think like it's an interesting thought because and, and like. Take take small wonder for example. Like we were we're so far removed from that now. It's like that probably wouldn't have been possible back then. Now it's entirely possible that you could have a, a, robot, a robot that looks like you right. and me because you, know you could I mean? have a Roomba and you just put a freaking suit on top of the Roomba. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Oh I, my god, this is what what it was a long time ago. <laughs> What was a long time ago? Small wonder. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, late 80s, right? 85 to 89. Okay, yeah. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. 89 is when I went to kindergarten. But I must have been watching it on, like, reruns because I wasn't. Probably. I mean, that stuff goes into syndication and, like, whatever. But um, what do you think about Timeline? What what was your thought? Like, when did it take place? I was thinking not as far in the future because I feel like we are getting closer and closer to going to mars and setting up an installation and but 
at the same time, I also have an issue with actual time and where it goes and <laughs> how long things take and it, shit true, like that. True. And, and I think there's a lot of, like, there's you you can sit here and say, like, yeah, we can travel to these places. But at the same time, like, it takes so much technology to figure out, uh, A, it's going to take this many years to get to these places yeah. and we'll have aged so much. Like, yeah. so are you going to cryogenically freeze every person? I, like, and then yeah. just wake them up? Like, there's so many movies about this and TV shows about these things that happen so like this is the kind of thing like i guarantee you nasa is working on these things guaranteed without question but like how far in the future i i do think we're still between 50 to 100 years away from that kind of thing so that makes sense yeah that's my that's my thought that's why i think 20 like 2100 at least i think i just got really excited about a car driving itself um that exists already katie i mean <laughs> I know, that legitimately I know. Exists so already. Uh, our road trip last week the car um it had the lane assist and it had the um if you're doing cruise control, it will slow you down if you start catching up on another car. Yeah. And the the I woman that. that the woman I that, I, that I didn't drive the car at all. It was a rental. I didn't I didn't drive it at all, but the woman that was driving, she's like, I could basically just take a nap. I'm like, let's not. But I get it. Like it's weird. It's know. very weird. John's car does it and I hate it. Go ahead. So I have one more quote that I wanted to say. Okay. It's from page 150. It's okay, I say. Probably better to move around a bit. It's good to leave the house every once in a while. It's not healthy physically or mentally to never leave the house. And I was just like, meh, COVID. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's so How true. It's so funny because, like, I look at the first thing I do every morning when my alarm clock goes off is I look at um, Time Hop. Do you, do you have Time Hop? Do no. You at, it's an app and it basically just links to all your social media and like your even your pictures that you took on that day so it'll say like 12 years ago you posted this on facebook you know seven years ago you posted this on twitter so i look i scroll through it every day and like now we're in the midst you know we're we're in the midst of still like two years ago was covid and we were not we were not allowed <laughs> no, to go anywhere no, and leave our houses no, and it, like, I gave- basically all I'm seeing is like I'm drinking again today because yeah. what else <laughs> I actually had the same thing happen uh, on Facebook as like the memories uh-huh, thing, uh-huh. and it was sometime this week was two years ago that I shaved both my kids' head because we couldn't go get them a haircut and they right. both needed a haircut. Yeah, they were yeah. the bald bros, and oh, I will so never funny. do that again because they're both do not have heads to be shaved. Aw, they got oblong yeah. shaved heads. That, it just they just <laughs> nope, they're not meant to be bald. Um, yeah. What do you think, Katie? It, what like was is that the end of the conversation for Poe? I Poe? think so. I don't think I have anything else to say. Like I thoroughly enjoyed this read, and I he, I believe another book from him is coming out this year, and okay. I am one thousand yeah, percent going to be it. getting that book. Absolutely. Um, maybe we'll add it to our our podcast lineup. Yes. When it comes so out. I the last thing I do want to say is producer Chris, I want you to take this segment right here that I'm about to say and put it at the front and you can include all the comments, whatever you want to say, all the things I'm saying right now. I want everybody to read this book before they listen to this episode and it's not like a you should read this book because we liked it. It is a go read this book because it was amazing and put that all right at the front. Yes. And like not just that, but if you're going to listen to like the, I mean this is you know, we obviously, we, you know, we give spoilers every time we listen. Like, this is a book you don't really want spoiled. No, for you, you don't if you're want gonna spoiled. Go back and read and, it after. But you, you really just need to read this book because it's so good. So good. It's so, so good. Like, he's he's a fantastic author. I cannot wait to read his next one. I'm so excited. And Katie, I hope that you have put I'm Thinking of Ending Things on your list. So, um, even though it's it's hard to uh, read for fun. Yeah. 
Yep, it is. <laughs> um, all right, Katie, let's go to our epilogue. You got it. The epilogue. All right. Um, so, Katie, next time we're reading your top book. Ah, this is Adventures in Wonderland. I'm so excited. I already have it. It's like... I honestly was shocked when I got it from Amazon because I'm like, this is thin as hell. Like I'm gonna short. It's short. It's short. But there's so much. There's a lot of scenes. So she goes all over the place. Okay. And she there's a lot of scenes. I mean, if it's like the the movie, like the original Disney movie. Yeah. Like I mean, it's very um um like maybe I'll have to take an edible while reading it because it's like. (laughs) I would never recommend doing such a thing. But I would like to watch (laughs) at least one of the movies with you. Oh, we should watch the 1985 version movie. I think it's 85. Never seen that one before. So I'll have to try for a screen of soda. Do you want to do that? All right, that sounds good. Okay, and then a cocktail. We're gonna have to come up with a good cocktail. We'll come up with it. Yes. So obviously, we'll have to come up for a cocktail with a cocktail for the book episode and the screen episode episode. So yeah, let's figure that out. Um, so as usual, um, this is where we tell you where to find us. Uh, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram, um, at to be read pod. Uh, you can, uh, subscribe, um, on Apple and Spotify. That's where we put out our episodes and please rate and review, review. We, we need it. Um, and like, we haven't been noticed yet really. And we really want to get noticed. Somebody notice us, please. I mean, Ian Reed, if you happen to listen to this episode and you made it this far, share us. Yeah. Unless you really hated all the things that we said. Well, you know, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's kind of funny because, you know, we are, I like to think of our podcast as like reaction podcasts. Like we're not. Yeah, we are trying a little bit to dig deep into, like, the issues. And, and, and we do that, but, like, it's mostly, like, um, what did how you did think you feel? Of what did yeah. you think? Like, let's pull out some quotes that we really liked. Um, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I just don't think I'm smart enough to, like, delve into, like, the metaphorical and, like, ethical, like, you know, whatever. I never took an English course after, <laughs> after high school, really. I was, I was AP English all the way. Good AP English you. all the way. Yeah. Loved, yeah. loved my AP English classes. I yeah. learned so much in those shows. I probably would have been if they didn't include writing because I hate writing. I, I'm not a good writer. I don't mind writing, but I'm not a good one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's so funny because I love reading. How come I can't put I don't things know. into words? Same. Why I, can't I, I make up fun metaphors? I, I don't know. Why can't I come up with something like this? Yeah. Yeah. Where you drop all the hints throughout the entire mm-hmm. book. That this person is not the actual yeah. person. And then all of a sudden, you tell me it's yeah. not the person. And we're like, the fuck? And, like, what I want to know, what I want to know is how much work goes into that. Like, is he, I'd love to know, is he outlining this? Is he like, all right, I'm going to drop this hint here and uh, in Act 1. And then this hint here in Act 2 and another hint here in Act 2. You know what I mean? Like, how are you plotting that? Dear Ian Reed, please yeah. let us know how you plotted out how this book. How you plotted out this book. Because I want to know. Anyway, I think I'm good. I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it, Katie. Um, uh, guys, please join us next time when we talk about Alice in Wonderland and have a fantastic copy. Yeah, oh, cocktail, not yes. a copy, a not cocktail. a copy. No, yeah, can't, we can't wait. We can't wait. And we hope to make your to be read pile one book less. No, one book shorter. <laughs> Where's your grammar, Katie? Come on, <laughs> let's go back to I haven't taken English since high school. The end. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> to be read is hosted by Sarah Westcott and Katie Willie. 
Produced, edited, and mixed by Chris Turo. Logo concept art by Rhiannon Kenfield. Graphic design by Steve Pius. Theme song, Read to Me, written and performed by Austin Maffa. And like, and that goes back to like any series of books that I read. I'm just like, how the fuck did they plot this out? I think about that all the time, especially if it's more than like two or three books yes. in a series. Like Harry Potter, how the f- how did you know that? And I don't. E- I think I've said it before on the podcast. I don't think she knew it was going to be seven books. I don't think she knew where she was going to go with a lot of it. I think she had a concept of he's going to go to school and we're going to do this and I'm going to write another book and I'm going to write another book. Yeah. And now, oh, yep, it's going to be seven because that's how many years he had in school. See, th- this is where this is where I diverge a little bit because I'm just like, I don't in any way think that um, that an author sets out and is just like, yeah, I'm just going to like go. There are certainly some. Her her series is just too well thought out and plotted out, in my and opinion. Like together. it can't. In no way could she have just winged that. Now, that being said, like something like Game of Thrones, yeah, he winged some of that. He definitely winged some of that. And 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 I think that's why we still don't have another book. 15 years later, 17 <laughs> years later, whatever it is, have not had book six. But um, yeah, that's that's my opinion on that. Okay. Um, 